May I speak in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When I was about 16 years old, I used to spend Saturdays in lots of dissolute things like uh, rummaging in second-hand bookshops for what I was convinced would be the discovery of a valuable medieval manuscript. It didn't happen. But one day I did come across a treasure. It was the maths um, textbook that we used in school, and it was the teacher's edition. Uh, I, I ran to the cash desk and um, uh, went home clutching it to my bosom as the answers, of course, to every problem were in the back. In the end, I, I think I mystified my poor maths teacher. Um, he could see that I got the right answer, um, even when all the class were wrong, but he couldn't see how I got there. Um, and actually, it perhaps did my maths some good, having to work back from the answer to the question. Um, now, a rather crass thing to say would be that Saints provide an answer to a question that all of us ask. Can I follow Christ now? I suppose I've talked to perhaps some hundreds of people in the cathedral who've come here to pray as you know, we've nearly a quarter of a million visitors a year, and we meet many, many, many different types of people who come here, sometimes wanting to talk to one of the chaplains, or when one of the chaplains isn't available, to one of the other clergy who happen to be in the building. And overwhelmingly, everyone asks a variation of the same question. Can God love me? Or as it's sometimes put, does my life mean anything? We're asked many different things, including memorably to um, exorcise mobile phones, which was a particular issue two or three years ago, fortunately now resolved. Uh, the answer, by the way, is no. Um, but it's very moving, I think, how deeply people come searching for the Lord. They don't want some superficial glib answer. They want an insight into the meaning of their lives. People come with many different histories, people who've been in prison, people who have suffered or are suffering from profound mental illness, people who know terrible pain in their families, people who have been crushed by violence, people who've simply lost their way, and sometimes to people who've done very well for themselves but find their life has very little meaning. Can God love me with my history, 
and my experience and my failures now? I think that might be the question that every human being comes to at one stage or another in our lives. And it would be glib to point to the lives of the saints as offering the answer. It's more complex than that. In the stories of the saints of God throughout the ages, we we can see in great depth how God how God's grace works through many different lives with many different histories to do good. And therefore, for me, saints are indeed a sign of hope that however bad things get, I know that I will be with God and out of the mess of my life, God can bring light and hope and strength. I say it's rather glib to say that the saints are the answer to the question, can God love me? It's glib because in most of the stories we tell of the saints, for pious reasons, we edit out the complexity and beauty of their lives. Uh, One clear example, uh, the Roman Catholic Church in canonizing John Henry Newman, that most wise vicar of the University Church in Oxford, did some other things as well, I think, but um, his life was celebrated in Rome, including by Canon Will Lamb, one of our former clergy here, who was front row as the current vicar of the University Church in Oxford. If you look him up on the internet, you'll see there he is with the Pope. Um, We edit out most of the story of Newman's interior life. He fell in love with another man, and he spent much of his life trying to work out what that meant for him as a Christian. Now, isn't his story much more interesting when we see all his theological writing in light of that experience which troubled him his whole life? St. Therese of Lisieux, who is... Um, a a favourite of mine, a rather sort of pious young woman, you might feel. She was a woman who felt a deep vocation and entered um, the Carmelite order in France. She had tuberculosis and she died um, apparently a death of great serenity from tuberculosis and wrote a very moving diary and also wrote very beautifully about the simple way that God calls most of us to follow Christ. What's edited out of the story that's told is that from being a young girl, she had a vocation to be a priest, something that was almost literally unthinkable in her culture. She was 
uh, I think as a 16-year-old, presented to the Pope and actually asked the Pope to ordain her as a priest. This was a hundred years before priests were ordained in our own church. And of course, who knows when women priests will be ordained in the Roman Catholic Church. May it come quickly. In the light of that vocation, which was entirely edited out of her papers when they were initially published, Therese becomes a much more sure guide. In her life, she knew constant refusal, diminishment, and even laughter at her calling from the Lord. But she did not give it up even though it was not possible for her to be ordained in her culture, she tried to live that vocation and give her life meaning, even when the church had said no. Of course, there are hundreds, hundreds of thousands of other worked examples of God's grace at work in the saints. When we look at the beauty and complexity of their lives as Christians, then they can truly come alive for us in our journey. The saints witness particularly to one movement of God's grace and, and life. Almost always, unfortunately, God calls us straight through our problems and does not allow us to step from once to step away or go round them. Therese of Lisieux and John Henry Newman show God lives, show God calling them through experiences that cause great suffering not in spite of them, but through them. And through those experiences, teaching them the way of grace. So the saints are not glibly the answer to the question, can God love me? But there are many stories of those who have followed Christ and who follow Christ today can give us hope Yes, indeed, however we come to God, with whatever experience that we feel might have diminished us, faced with violence, faced with the incomprehension and rejection of others, faced with the incomprehension and rejection of the church, these lives give us hope. They give us hope as Paul put it, that in Christ every one of God's promises is yes. In the saints, in the lives of the saints who have struggled to follow Christ, we hear this great yes of God calling us, whoever we are and wherever we find ourselves, may we too hear Christ's great yes in all God's promises.
and take courage to step forward in whatever mess we're in, confidently to be with Christ.